Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of With Wit is brought to you by Little James. Sonny has been growing out of his clothes so, so, so quickly. And it's forced me to do some research and figure out what are the cutest kids' clothes. And I found Little James. I feel like I was living under a rock, though, because once I started telling people about Little James, people were like, duh. Anyways, you guys, Little James is a children's clothing line founded on the belief that fashion and functionality can perfectly coexist. Its creative director is Kristen Cavalieri, fellow Hills alum. Hey girl, she realized that there was a gap in the children's apparel market and she was inspired to create a collection of clothing tailored to the modern mom and her active kids. It's all made with eco-friendly fibers. The fabrics are super, super quality. The prints are so cute and hand-drawn. It's really just like simple, but versatile. They have options for babies, toddlers, and growing children. And it's inspired by her own three cutie kids, Camden Jackson and Sailor James. I showed Sunny the website and he chose his favorites. And I love that. Like, I love that Sonny's getting involved in selecting what he wants to wear now. And he loves them. Like the little outfit, the black with the white stars, the little t-shirt with the matching pants is so cute. Visit www.littlejamesclothing.com and use the code WITHWIT20 for 20% off. Again, that's littlejamesclothing.com and use the code WITHWIT20 for 20% off. I know kids aren't in school right now, so there may not be a huge need for clothing, but they will eventually be back and they will need new things because they will have grown out of all their stuff. So I highly recommend checking out Little James Clothing. Now let's get into our combo. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. You guys... This is really, really, really exciting. I wish you could see the smile that I have right now. Few things have made me this happy. I don't know why I'm so excited about doing this episode. I don't know if I just feel free because I'm doing it alone. Maybe just because I'm alone for the first time in a really long time. That could be it. Maybe I'm actually just feeling like the endorphin flow of being by myself. I should do this more often. Anyways, okay. 
Today, we're doing a really fun episode with all that's going on, all the sadness, all the stress, all the anxiety. I wanted to do something a little bit more fun, more lighthearted, something to get your mind off of everything that's going on. I found that the times that I have felt the most rested during this whole situation is when I've gone outside and put a book on, put my AirPods in and just listened to something that had nothing to do with anything and let my mind wander and escape. And so hopefully this can do that for you guys. I am trying to get into all the questions that you guys had, but if my answers go too long, which they are known to do, um, we may split this up into two parts or three, depending on how many questions we get. But you guys asked a lot. So I thought that the first subject matter we would get into is reality TV. You guys had a lot of questions about the hills in the city, and I don't blame you. I mean, I have questions for Stassi and Hannah Ann and Pete and all my favorite reality people as well. Like, I understand that reality TV is something where you feel like so connected to the people and like you really, really know them. It's so fun for me to, oh my God, go back in time and go over all this with you. But anyways, okay. The first question was, how did you get on the hills? So my story for getting on the hills is pretty organic. I was going to USC, University of Southern California. I had just transferred there from University of Colorado in Boulder. I was looking for an internship. I wanted to do something else in fashion since now I was back in Los Angeles. I wanted to do something in fashion outside of school because USC did not have any kind of fashion major or fashion program. So I interviewed for a job at Women's Wear Daily. I got this summer job. It was amazing. Got loads of experience. At the end of the summer, I heard that Teen Vogue was looking for interns. And I thought, oh my God, that would be such an amazing next step for me. So I walked upstairs since they were in the same building and said, I'd like to turn in my resume for the internship position at Teen Vogue starting in the fall. And they said, we're actually accepting applications, but for people that are only interested in being on camera. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? They're like, we're starting to film a reality show here. And so we're looking for people that want to work here that are also comfortable with being on camera here and there. And I thought, okay, whatever. Sounds reasonable. Nothing too crazy. Reality TV was really just getting going at that time. Like there wasn't really any type of soap opera style show like The Hill. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. But to move this along, basically, the next thing that happens is I get a call from MTV saying that they are about to start filming a TV show in Los Angeles about four girls working in various sectors of Hollywood industry. And would I be open to doing it? And I didn't really realize, I don't think that I was going to be like one of the four girls. And I'm not even sure if they had that all figured out yet. But I was like, okay, I guess so. And all of a sudden I did a casting tape. Everything was all good. Producers were calling me to set up my first interview. I was supposed to have my first on-camera interview with Lisa Love and I was sitting in the waiting room. And next thing I know, Lauren Conrad walks in. At this point, Laguna Beach had been on. So I knew who she was. And I was like, whoa, I am on her spinoff show. This is insane. (laughs) Like, I realized when she walked in the door that this was going to be a show following like her next steps because I'd heard they were doing something like this. And I was like freaking out, right? Like I was so fangirling and freaking out and couldn't believe 
that I was now going to be on the show with her. And then the rest is history. Like we just started working and filming the show and soon the show became our lives and such a crazy, crazy thing just because I never wanted to be on TV. I never envisioned myself being a reality TV personality. And even Timmy will say to me sometimes, like, you are not meant for reality TV just because like, I don't want confrontation. I'm scared of it. But I feel like I found my place a little bit, you know, like I can get in there if I want to feel totally fine, like not getting involved as well. You know, I don't thrive off that kind of drama. Different topic. Next question. Were you friends with any castmates prior to shooting? Who are you still friends with? Before shooting The Hills, I wasn't friends with anyone. I didn't know anybody. It was all new to me. Before shooting The City, I knew obviously some people. Aaron, I knew. Jay, I was starting to date. But everyone else was completely new for me. And then obviously for The Hills New Beginnings, I know everybody. I haven't kept in touch with everybody or really hadn't kept in touch with everybody before starting the reboot. Nothing personal. You know, we all just went different ways and lived in different places and did different things. And it was just one of those natural partings that adults do, you know, favorite memories from the hills. Oh my gosh, I have so many. One of them, even though at the time it wasn't, was definitely my experience with Andre Leon Talley. Like the falling aspect was definitely not my favorite moment, but being able to work on that project and getting to wear that dress and do that Oscar history fashion show was just so, so, so cool. We did so many major things. I remember one time, the very, very beginning, we were doing a photo shoot with a really famous actress at the time and we were getting her ready and she asked me to rub lotion on her feet because her feet were ashy. And I remember being like, oh my God, I am in for it. That was really funny. I remember, I mean, Paris was absolutely incredible. I have such vivid memories of that. I remember being told that we were going to be able to wear Alberta Ferretti gowns, getting to choose that and go to the store and then going to the Coco Chanel store and seeing that in person, then getting like hair and makeup, which at the time was so rare. Like we were doing all of our own hair and makeup, but to get professional hair and makeup and go to that ball in Paris, it was just, it was so, 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 so special. Okay. The next Next question is, did you actually go to Paris? And the answer is yes, I did go to Paris. I didn't have a summer long internship, but I went there and I met with them and worked a little and then came back. It wasn't like a whole semester's worth of interning, but yes, I definitely went to Paris. Okay. The city question. Secrets from your life in New York while filming the city. Gosh, what secrets? I mean, one is that I was 100% into and dating Jay. A lot of people asked me if we ever really were dating and we were like, I was so into him. He was gorgeous. He was talented. I was in this new city. He seemed super cool. I was so into him. It lasted for six months. I ended up breaking it off, which I can't believe that I actually did. But we did date for six months. I adored Jay. Jay was so funny. He was so silly. I remember, let's see, I lived above a thrift shop and went into this thrift shop and would like find random things every single day. Like I always was collecting random things from this thrift shop into my apartment. If you saw my apartment, you would have thought like an 85-year-old woman lived there. I mean, you kind of saw it. You saw it when I lived in that building called the Electra in the first season. And then when I moved to the West Village in the second season, like all my furniture in that house is so insane. Looking back on it, like the bright colors, I look like 
crazy hippie 85-year-old woman. I love that thrift shop. I would go down the street to this soup spot every day and eat like the same thing for lunch every day. I'd get these artichokes and split pea soup. What was that place called? I wish Andrea was here to remind me. Ugh, I was just obsessed with this soup place. I walked everywhere. Maybe these aren't the most interesting secrets ever, but this is like what I remember of my time in New York. Like I remember not liking taking cabs, still don't, and just walking everywhere. If I had the time to walk to work or to walk to dinner or to walk anywhere, like that's what I did. Okay. Next question. Did you actually work for DVF? What is she like? We did work for DVF. It was not a full-time job. You guys have to remember, like when you're filming a TV show, and for me at the time, because I was one of the main people on the TV show, like that was kind of who was paying my bills, you know? So my job was filming. DVF was something that they were covering, but it wasn't like a full-time position. So I got to do insane things for Diane von Furstenberg that I can't believe that I got to do like my first week living in New York City, going to work backstage at her fashion show at Bryant Park, helping style cover shoots, doing so, so, so many cool things things um, and got to know her a bit. And she is a extraordinary woman. She is so inspiring. She's always thinking about more than just the clothes, how a woman feels in the clothes, how a woman feels empowered by the clothes, how it makes her become a bigger, better person. And Diane von Furstenberg was one of the first people to really speak about that. And so I will always look up to her. I remember finding her just as inspiring in person as I had heard she was. So we are actually rewatching the city right now. So I'm sure more memories will flood in as we continue to watch. But it's been really, really, really fun. I mean, squirmy for me to make out with Jay and like live a relationship on TV, but definitely really, really fun. I'm still friends with Roxy. I'm not friends with Aaron or Olivia. I actually don't know where Aaron is. I'm sure she's killing it somewhere. And Olivia is obviously killing it everywhere she is. She has her own clothing line. Like she's major, but I don't really talk to her. In terms of just basic reality TV questions, you guys wanted to know what was the best and worst thing about being on TV. The best thing is being able to have the exposure to do all the other things that I'm passionate about. Like I know that's sounds like I'm just using TV, but it's another outlet for me to show who I am so that you guys are interested in like the other cool things that I'm up to. And I don't want that to sound like salesy at all or like PRE. It's just for me, filming reality TV was never the most fun. Like I never wanted that much attention. And like I said, I didn't really want the drama. So it wasn't like I was doing it just because the sport of filming reality TV was fun. I was doing it because the opportunities I was getting to do on TV were so major. I could not pass them up. It was helping me build a business for myself and help me launch projects that I would not have ever been able to do at such young age. So I'm so grateful mostly for how it's enabled me to connect with you guys and how you guys have gotten to know me. And we've been able to now keep in touch through social media. I would say the worst thing about being on reality TV is just having to be scared of confrontation all the time. Like you just don't know when someone is going to start something with you or what they're going to say. And then it's scary to just like have everything out there on an editing room floor for someone else to come edit. You know, like we all have to know by now that 
editors can do crazy things to scenes to make them look a certain way. And like, I am not here to expose them. I think everybody knows that, but it definitely is scary for me when I put myself out there to know that it may not be shown the same way that it happened. So I think that's just the scariest part, like the vulnerability of it all. And now a word from our brand partner. All right, guys. So I have been wearing Warby Parker sunglasses forever. They're so cute and they're so accessibly priced. They start at $95. They don't only offer sunglasses though. They also offer prescription lenses and then progressives and blue light lenses also. You can take this really awesome quiz at home where you have personal questions about what kind of shape you like, what kind of color you like, and then they will send you three to five pairs at home. You get to try them on before you make the full commitment to buy it. So it's so great. It makes shopping super easy, gives you lots of options, and they just make it so accessible for you. This is a free program that you get for five days. So you basically have five days to try on the five pairs and there's no obligation to buy. They ship totally free and they include a prepaid return shipping label. Another reason I really love Warbird Parker is because they give back. They really care about their impact. For every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. If you didn't know, almost 1 billion people worldwide lack access to glasses. This means that 15% of the global population cannot effectively learn or work, which is crazy because glasses were invented 700 years ago. So to try five pairs of glasses at home for free, go to warbyparker.com slash withwit. Again, that's warbyparker.com slash withwit. And now back to our chat. Okay. So that was all the reality questions. I'm going to now get into beauty because that didn't take as long as I thought it was going to, but let me know in the comments below if you guys have any questions or more secrets you want me to spill. Okay. Biggest beauty secret. Gosh, what is my secret? I wish I had a secret. I feel like I share everything with you guys. Some of the things that I do that I feel like really help are keep my moisturizer in the fridge. I don't know if it actually does anything like underneath the layers of my cells, but for me, it feels really refreshing and that makes me feel better. I keep all my masks in the fridge too, because that adds like an extra refreshing little zest when I put my mask on. I wash my face every night. I mean, that is so basic, but like you guys, if you're not washing your face every night, you need to, and you need to be toning it too, because sometimes after I wash, you think you got all the dirt off, but you didn't. So I tone every night as well. And then I do a whole series of oils and moisturizers. The other thing, I do that is kind of gross. And Timmy like thinks I'm shading my face when I do it. But actually Lauren Everts from Skinny Confidential told me about these. I was going to get facials and getting dermaplaned is essentially like this razor like thing that sloughs off all the dead skin and peach fuzz on your face. And I was going to get facials like once every six weeks. It was amazing. Lauren told me that I could actually buy something called a tinkle that's on Amazon. I've swiped up to it a bunch of times, but I'll link to it in the comments below. It basically is this tool and you can do it yourself. And I did it last night and my skin feels like a baby's bottom. It just, I don't know. It's not like a razor. It's not like I'm using what I'm using on my armpits or my legs. Like it's like a really thin blade that just gets off everything. I highly, highly recommend it. 
have you ever gotten Botox? I actually have gotten Botox. So I got Botox around my crow's feet and then that space in between your eyebrows. That was just like a vanity thing. Like I was starting to get wrinkles that were staying when I wasn't moving my face. And I was like, I would like to get rid of these. So yes, I have gotten Botox, but the best thing I ever did for myself maybe not the best, but it's up there, was I got Botox in my jaw because I have TMJ. And I talked to Dr. Sheila Nazarian and was telling her about my TMJ and how the bad headaches I get. And she was like, let's do Botox in your jaw. So she did it. And you guys, like, I swear to God, the past month, my headaches have been so much better. So if you have access to Botox, which I mean, most of us, I guess, don't really have right now, but eventually we will. And if you suffer from TMJ, I would highly, highly recommend it. All right. My favorite face SPF right now, it's the super goop stuff. I love the super goop when I don't want to wear any makeup. Like if I'm just outside and I'm running errands and I don't have anywhere to be, I love the super goop because it doesn't have a tint and I feel like it's just very natural and airy and thin. When I'm going out for the day and I'm going to be seen by people, human beings, which doesn't happen often right now, I wear the It Cosmetics CC cream that has SPF 50 in it. That is basically my CC cream, my foundation, my SPF moisturizer all in one. I just use a little bit because a little goes a long way. It really evens out my skin tone like nothing else. And it's super light, like I said, and it just has this finish where you can't really tell you're wearing something, but it just gives you that extra glow. And I love it. All right. What do you use in your hair every day at the moment? So I actually just started using the Way shampoo and conditioner for fine hair. It just came out and I want to try it and I love it. It smells so good. And I've been using it on Sunny too. And I just love smelling his hair throughout the day. I have been using that and then I'll switch off with the Enjoy Luxury shampoo and conditioner just because that one I feel like is super moisturizing, especially the conditioner. So it just depends on my mood. Sometimes I'll use the Way, sometimes I'll use Enjoy. And then I get out and I use it's a 10 leave in spray. It's a leave in conditioner and it makes my hair silky smooth. I use a tangled teaser to brush it out sometimes when I really feel like it needs a brush out. But lately I haven't been brushing it because I've noticed when I don't brush it, my hair dries better naturally. It has like a nice natural wave. Highly recommend not brushing your hair <laughs> after the shower. <laughs> Pro tip. Okay. Then let's see, what do I use? I've been using like an Orbe hair oil. It's a hair and body oil and it smells so good. And I'll put that at my ends. Oh, I will use the Nutiva coconut oil, which is just like a coconut oil that you cook with. But that really, really makes your hair feel luxurious. So right now, because we have time to be sitting with greasy hair, I highly recommend just doing masks, taking care of your hair, not shampooing it too often, not drying it out, all those things. Do I get spray tans? I will get spray tans right before an event or right before filming. This is a recent thing, by the way, because honestly, about seven years ago, I got the worst spray tan of my life. I will actually post a picture in order to promote this episode. I went to Vegas and was going to this insane concert. It was like a concert where Beyonce and Coldplay and Jay-Z, U2, like all these insane people are performing. Anyways, I felt the need to get a spray tan. And I looked so crazy and dark that 
I didn't get a spray tan again until probably a year ago. I think spray tans have come a long way in seven years. People have perfected more of like a natural glow. But yes, I will just go and get like the airbrush organic spray tan. And they last for me for like a week, but I love it. It makes me feel good. The only issue is the smell. Honestly, I get like worse BO when I get spray tans. Does anybody feel me? I don't know. It's maybe just my natural body odor mixing with the spray tan. And by maybe, I mean, that is exactly what it is. But like the issue with spray tans is really just the odor. So that's why I don't get them as often as I would like. But yeah, my next question is and last question for beauty is my one essential cosmetic. Oh, this is such a hard question. I guess I would probably have to say my moisturizer just because like I feel like I could wash with water. I just feel like my skin without moisturizer feels like I literally feel like if I move my mouth, like my skin is going to tear. I just feel like my skin is so dry. So it would have to be my moisturizer. Right now I'm using the Skin Medica Dermal Repair Moisturizer. That's amazing. It's really, really rich and it feels really good. It's a little bit pricier. So I would say for a more like accessible, affordable moisturizer, I love the Le Embryolisse. Phoebe, my makeup artist, has been using that on me for years and I love it. It smells so good. The consistency is great. It's not too rich. It's good for day and night. Okay, so we're going to get into career next and then I'm going to say bye-bye to you all and go back to paying attention to my family. All right, what is a day in the work life like for you? So every day is very, very different for me. I've tried to put a schedule in place. Another thing that Lauren Everts taught me where like Mondays are work from home days and they're computer days and they're just like basic organization days. Tuesdays are podcast days where you're shooting whatever you need to do for the podcast and recording. Wednesdays are photo shoot days where you're capturing content and doing any, you know, obviously photography. And then Thursdays and Fridays are lighter because we don't have help on those days and I have to be more available to help with Sunny. So that is kind of what it was like pre-quarantine. Right now, days are all over the place. We try to have a little bit of a routine, but as a lot of you guys, I'm sure know, it's hard to really maintain the routine when you have a two and a half year old that's really running it. But we wake up and we just leisurely get up and play with him for a couple hours, do an activity, chill, like clean up and he'll follow us around, you know, just whatever, do whatever we need to get done in the morning. And then I try to sit down and do some work. And that's when Timmy will take him and he'll play with him more or they'll watch Daniel Tiger or movie or something. And then we have these Zoom calls now with our class every day with Sunny's class, which is amazing. It's like a 20 minute Zoom. Then is lunch and nap. And that is really when I try to also get like more work done. We'll do something like this. I'll go through my emails, figure out what I'm trying to post for the week. Like we'll film YouTube. And then when he wakes up, we just do playtime again, silly time, dancing, stories, activities, go on a walk outside. And then Timmy and I will turn some TV on for him and we'll cook dinner and we'll all sit down to dinner. And then we do bath time and and story time and bedtime. And then Timmy and I have time to chill. So that is pretty much what my day looks like pre-quarantine and will post-quarantine, except for I will have to leave the house to go have meetings, record the podcast, do photo shoots, film the TV show, work out, go out to dinner, all those amazing things that we will do again. We will, we will, we will, we will. The next question is, if you had a different job, what would it be? 
So I've thought a little bit about this. Part of me was like, oh, I would just totally be a stylist. Like I would definitely be in fashion, just be a stylist. And I'm like, I'm not great at styling. Styling is an art of its own. Shout out to my amazing stylist, Britt and Kara, who I don't know what I would do without. But it's one thing, I think, to design a piece. It's another thing to have a certain vision to put it all together. I think I have like a weird, quirky, eclectic personal style, but I definitely rely on a stylist for a lot. Um, So it wouldn't be as big a stylist. I was thinking I would maybe own like a little flower shop. I think I would learn how to do florals and like, I don't know, own a flower shop or like become a baker. I mean, these aren't even things that I'm good at. They're just things that sound like they would be fun and fulfilling. Something that I could be creative in, but also feel like I was running something, like being an entrepreneur at the same time. Next question. What is your office setup during social distancing? I do not have an office setup. I really think I should. This question made me think about what I need to do because I have recording stuff all over the place, camera stuff all over the place, my computer in one spot, earbuds, like my papers, my to-do lists, all my crap is all over the house. And I'm sure that's annoying for Timmy. But honestly, for me, like I feel scatterbrained. And I think part of the reason that I feel scatterbrained is because I don't have like an anchor at home right now where all my work stuff lives. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to do that as a project today. Thank you for inspiring me to do that. And I'll post a pic about it. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this served as some fun and lightheartedness in what can otherwise feel like very, very heavy existences. So rate, review, subscribe. Let me know what you liked. Feel free to ask me more questions in the comments below and we will see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.